Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Thanks, sponsors, Upper Deck especially. We've got three boxes from Upper Deck to talk about, three products. They all look great, but thank you also, Tops and Panini, Heritage Auctions, Hugging the Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Compsy.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So, as you can see from the title, the three products are SBX of this year, 2223, 2122 Ultimate, and 2122 Premier. They're all one pack per box and five, four, six cards per, per pack. So it's all good stuff. Enjoyed opening these boxes. It didn't take very long. And I was trying to compare and contrast. I think licensing guarantees, minimum guarantees can also affect the year of the product. For example, I'm getting all these boxes here, and yet they're two different years, 2223 as opposed to 2122. It could be that when you title it 2122, it applies to the 2122 royalty season, of which Upper Deck has and all the manufacturers have guarantees, minimum guarantees. So if they hadn't made their minimum, they may want to put that into the year where they haven't made their minimum. But like 2223, Maybe they've already done that same product for 21-22, but if they haven't, including it in the previous year, may save them money. So there may actually be a financial decision, not just a timing of the product. Obviously, I'm very much in favor of having every product come out on time at the beginning of the season uh, when demand is high and the cards are ready and they get the rookies in a timely manner and all that stuff. Okay, when you open these boxes, Premier, when I looked, was about twice as expensive as the SPX and 50% more, so more than the Ultimate. So uh, the Premier, I had a good feeling about that just because it's it's already perceived as better in the secondary market. But SBX, I thought, had the best box design. I, I don't like boxes that just have uh, only the, the brand on there. That is simplicity, but I like seeing a player, and I think that just draws the eye. You see a player, you notice that it's hockey. It's from a distance you can see what it is. So I give SPX the best box design. You get an autograph, and then you get, well, you get five good cards. In fact, SPX, they describe what you're going to get in the box as one auto, but they also say five premium cards, not just five cards. To me, that's a clue. That's another way of saying, although they're not saying it, I think it's another way of saying you, you should expect five hits, five good cards, five premium cards. The worst card I got was numbered to 549. I mean, that's not stupendous, but it's a keeper. Depending on the player, it's more or less of a hit. To me, it's not a miss. It's a serial numbered card. I think hits for sure are uh, cards with uh, attributes such as uh, memorabilia or autographs, but also low, lower serial numbered cards or uh, case hit type inserts, to me, those are hits. I'd be very happy to open up a, a pack or a box and be loaded with uh, cards defined that way. The Ultimate, which was the 21-22, so like a last year set, which doesn't bother me that much at this point in my collecting. I'm collecting more by player, and I'm not uh, really seeking rookies. I'm more seeking established veterans, and so it's not a big deal to me. I thought the box was... Again, it's just the brand, so you don't know what you're going to get, but they do mention in both of these others, they strictly mention that this is a hobby box, which I think for people in the know, they know that's generally better than retail. I got to tell you, and again, I know these boxes are not loaded. Nobody's trying to impress me or anything, but you're supposed to get four cards per pack. They don't say premium cards. They don't say hit cards. They just say you're going to get four cards per pack and one pack per box. I got five cards. I don't think it's a mistake. 
Now, let me tell you what I think it is. They can't give you three cards some of the time. They have to give you at least four cards because it says that on the pack. But if you get five, and I don't think I got worse cards because of that. The worst card I got was a jersey card, but it was numbered to six ninety nine. To me, that's not a great hit. Uh, but again, that was the worst card I got out of this box, out of this one pack. When they just say four cards per pack, uh, I think that lowers my expectations. Maybe they're not all going to be hits. Maybe they're, they're going to be pretty good. The best card I got in the whole group, I think, for me, not for anybody else necessarily, but I got a Tyler Sagan stick card, a stick with me, and it was numbered 35 out of 35. I know some people that collect the first serial number, the last serial number, and certainly people want to collect the, the jersey number. But the Sagan stick, I will probably send that and get it slabbed and stick it on the wall as a memory for this reveal that I enjoyed. Again, thanks, Upper Deck. Uh, lastly, the Premier, the most expensive of these boxes, if you go out and you get, again, it says six premium cards per pack. So you're expecting to get six really good cards. And I did. And again, I'm not making this up. I got seven cards. And the worst card was a number to 399. But I didn't get a spectacular card. When we're talking about what's a hit, I think you can have a strict definition of a hit that's based on the value or a strict definition based on the attribute. But to me, a hit is a good card that has bragging rights. And my best card did not come from that product. And most people, when they're buying a box or packs, they're not looking at what's the best worst card. They're looking for the best card they could possibly get. And my best card was not in the premiere, but it probably was the best pack, especially because I got a bonus, a bonus card. But the hits, would I rather have a lesser hit of a better player? There's a hierarchy of hits, which I really haven't thought about that much. I probably will, and maybe some people can respond to me on that. I think hits don't have to be thicker cards, but a lot of times they are. There's something to them that makes them stand out. Usually not a base card, although with some rookies, even a base card is a cost for celebration. I thought each one of these products had a situation that makes it difficult for Rob Veris, one of my sponsors at Burbank. Uh, it doesn't make it difficult for me because I'm just collecting by player, but he sorts everything by year and product. And then within the product, I think there's a lack of continuity of design within these uh, products. Each one of them, they have some really interesting inserts, but in the same product, the cards in a certain flagship sets, 90% of the cards are the base cards on a lower price product, and you just can zip through those, and you've got an occasional insert. These, every card in the pack is a different design. Like I said, it doesn't affect me because I'm just really looking at the player, and I think some of the designs are nicer than others. But for continuity's sake, I think it's better to have a stronger overarching design concept. I was thinking about what's a hit, and I think a hit is going to be subjective. Now, one thing came up in the context of this when I was doing this, listen to Mike Summers' podcast, uh, Wax Pack Hero. Enjoy that. He's one of the guys I subscribe to, and he's been on mine. I've been on his. and He got some different boxes from Upper Deck to review, and but there was overlap because he got a premier box, which, like I said, is the is the better box. So he got it, and he made an editorial comment, which I don't disagree with, but I wanted to amplify, and that is that he said you can really like the cards, but if you're going out to buy a box, you have a choice to buy it or not buy it, but if you like the product, you could either buy the box or you could buy into a break. Or he says his preference is to just, he likes the cards. He would just quickly look around at a show or on ComC or eBay for cards that he was interested in. And for me, that would be Dallas Stars because I'm in Dallas. So, but Mike, here's my only disagreement is I, I agree with you. That's what I like to do. I like to pick out cards that I like. And sometimes you get, a, you get a better deal. I think financially it's better. However, I would participate in a break if I was aggressively researching 
the pick your team breaks and I saw a good deal on Dallas Stars. I have done that before. And so that's what I would do. But a random team break for a product to this price point, I think it's better just to buy the box. Then you're, you're going to get the best card in the box, whereas you may not. He actually got a really good Ovechkin, which I think would be cool. And it was numbered maybe five. Uh, I think it was autographed. I do like to open packs. <laughs> and so it's just one pack and you're done. And the best cards, you're just you're not going to find the best card in any of these three products in a bargain box, even if it's a $5 box. They're going to be in the showcase. In fact, that's another way to maybe define what a hit is. A hit might be something that immediately goes to grading or immediately is earmarked for the showcase in a mag touch or some kind of protection that it's a better card that people are going to want to look at. It's not going to be going into a bargain box at whatever level. Even if they're a, a minor hit, I still believe there are team collectors out there and player collectors, the same people that wanted to pick your team. If you bought the box and you pull it out and you have, after a few other things, you have enough Dallas stars to group them together or you bring them to the Dallas show or something like that. So I still think there's some interest. And in each of these products, when you just have four, five, six cards in a pack, Upper Deck does a nice job. There's no bad cards in there. There's nothing I think anybody would leave behind when it's serial numbered or memorabilia, game used, and an autograph or two in each of those boxes. Even the base commons were numbered to 249, 399, something like that. And so again, if you believe that Fanatics is going to greatly increase this hobby, this industry, Upper Deck will benefit from that. Hockey will absolutely benefit from that, even though Fanatics is not doing hockey. If there's greater interest in hockey, you have 10 times as many people, then it's like the number to 25 is the same as a number to 250 if there's 10 times as many people chasing them. So I don't know that there will be, but I think uh, there's some enduring value in good players that have supply that's not so great that demand could uh, capture it. The other thing is, if you look at cards, if you're not knowledgeable, if you don't go to the sites, Beckett.com has info, but so do David Adams and other places. You can look and see what is the configuration of the product, and are you in a situation where you're going to be having an insert that, look? oh, that's interesting. It might be more than interesting. It might be a case hit <laughs> or a, a multiple case hit uh, that is uh, very scarce if you pick up a downtown or something like that. So that's actually can be better than, a, than an autograph in some cases. Again, if it's one pack per box, you can't talk about a box hit. <laughs> you can only talk about a case hit. And if something is one per case, and the other thing is on these insert sets, if it's a small checklist of an insert set, that actually does not promote value as much as a larger. If you've got a six card insert set that's one per case, then presumably if you bought six cases, you would get the full set of that insert. But if there's 60 cards in the insert checklist of that particular insert, and it's one per case, you'd have to buy 60 cases. And so if you want your one favorite play, that drives value up. This was fun for me. It caused me to think about what's the best kind of hit. And the best kind of hit to me now is somebody that's a player that I want. I think autograph is generally better than mem or relics. And I think those are better than serial numbered, which is better than inserts. But there are all kinds of counterexamples for that. If you pick out a player and there are some case hit type inserts that are equally valuable or more to certain autographs or relics or even low numbered stuff. So there's no hard and fast rule. In fact, I was wondering if you had an autograph card but it's uh, one of a thousand, but he had a memorabilia card, but it's one of 10. Uh, but you had an insert that was uh, 
one of one or uh, other serial numbered things. So you, you can't just have a blanket rule that I, I only want to get autograph cards. Those are the best ones. It, it, it depends supply and demand. Lower supply is better, but the demand could be quite a bit higher for cards that have plenty to chase. Again, thanks Upper Deck. Thanks everybody. Have a good time hobbying, hobby your way, but the road goes through Upper Deck for hockey. Keep doing a good job. Thanks. The man